We all know that the name of the Antiv of Pesach is commanded to us in, in this parasha, and it's called Pesach. Um, and it's a name which describes the essence of Yantiv, right? What does Pesach mean? Right? So we all know what it means in English, Passover. The common, commonly known meaning of Pesach, which is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu skipped over the houses of the Jews and he only targeted the Mitzrim by Makas Becharis. And the second meaning, which Rashi quotes, not as well known, is Pesach means V'chamal, means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had compassion. And the word V'chamal is a particular kind of compassion. And actually, it means when there isn't even a particular relationship necessarily between the item that, uh, or the thing or the person that you're having mercy on, it's simply, it's just not right to let that person get hurt or get destroyed, so you have compassion. So it either means compassion, or it means that a Baruch Hu skipped over the Jews and only killed the Mitzvah, right? That's what the Yantiv of Pesach is, and apparently that's the essence of the Yantiv of Pesach. Now, if you ever think about it, it's kind of hard to understand. HaKadosh Baruch Hu skipped over the Jews, right? What would he have done otherwise? Killed everybody? <laughs> what exactly is that supposed to mean? What was the, what was the big nace of, uh, of Pesach by Makas Bukhari is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu killed the Mitzrim and he didn't kill the Jews. But what would he have done if he didn't have that special mercy? He would have killed, then why would he have brought Makas Bukhari to kill everybody? What would be the point of that even, right? What is this special, uh, what's the special meaning in the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu skipped over the Jews? And uh, how does that name personify the whole Yant of Pesach, right? Pesach is about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, it's about all the Makis. Why, in particular, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu skipped over our houses is the name we decide to codify Pesach for all of eternity. Now, in order to understand this better, what we need to realize is what firstborn meant to the Egyptians, what the concept of a firstborn son uh, meant in that culture. It was a culture that revolved around all the supremacy of all things which are first, right? The sheep which they, wor- which they worshipped, uh, as we know, they worshipped the sheep, was because the constellation Aries, which is the sheep, was the first of all the constellations. And they believed, and Rabbi Yochum Lubavitz explains, that the first of anything uh, encompasses all the power and abilities of all that follows after, and therefore their understanding was you need to worship that which comes first, and the firstborn son has to be worshipped and served by the whole family. And that, their whole culture was built around that. Now, if you want like an example, think about uh, our culture is built around democracy, right? Uh, If you live in Cuba, then it's built around communism. What would it take for America to give up democracy and go back to monarchy, which pretty much what's going to happen when Mashiach comes, right? What would it take for us to give up that way of life of democracy and go back to having a king, right? Civil war, <laughs> total breakdown of, of everything, or Mashiach coming, pretty much, right? There's no way you can't give up, make a, make a whole nation give up their culture. It's like what they are is how they define themselves, how they see themselves, how they understand themselves. But that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to happen. Hashem says in his first statement to Pare, my Bni Bukhari Yisrael, my firstborn son Yisrael, and if you don't send them free, I will kill your firstborn. Right? So this was throwing down the gauntlet, so to speak. This was declaring that your firstborn is nothing. My firstborn is everything. The Klal Yisrael is the only true culture or the true concept that there is to worship in this world, not your firstborn sons. So when Hashem brought Makas Bukhairis as the final Makkah, it was the final blow to the whole ideology of what Mitzri culture 
worshipped, and it was that moment when they were gonna would abandon their connection to Avodah and accept Hakadosh Baruch Hu's dominion. The problem was, and this is the key and essence of what Marcus Bucharest was about. The problem was is that yes. We can wipe out the Mitzri culture, but then you got to replace it with something else. If you knock out democracy, you have to put it in monarchy, you have to put it in communism, and it has to be replaced with something. So if you knock out the firstborn sons, you have to replace it with B'ni B'chayir Yisrael. And the problem was, Yisrael weren't quite worthy of that just yet. And that was the key of what happened by Pesach, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu skipped over the houses of Klai Yisrael. It wasn't that he would have killed Klai Yisrael, but skipping over the houses of Klai Yisrael meant HaKadosh Baruch Hu was now choosing Klai Yisrael as B'ni B'chayir Yisrael. And the problem was they weren't really worthy. So how then did it happen? How were they chosen? The answer is HaKadosh Baruch Hu found two ways to make Klai Yisrael qualify. Think, think of a business that really is in dire need of an uh, employee. They need a, a new lawyer, a new corporate lawyer, to, 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 or a new accountant, a CFO to run all their issues, all their financial issues, right? So it's, it's an emergency, it's right before tax season, they can't get a seasoned pro, they just can't. So there are two types of people that might get the job either someone that shows tremendous potential, right? He's a newbie, he doesn't have a lot of experience, but he's brilliant and has a lot of potential. Or they'll find someone that has the connections in the company. They have a father, they have an uncle, they have a cousin, someone that vouches for them. So that's the guy who will get the job. And those are the two meanings of Pesach. One meaning of Pesach is that Kodesh Baruch skipped over. It doesn't mean he skipped over. He skipped ahead. He skipped ahead to our future. And he saw what Klai Yisrael could be and what Klai Yisrael could develop into. And therefore, he destroyed the Mitzrim and put us in their place, recognizing and, and developing the potential that Klai Yisrael has. And the second meaning of a Chamal means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu recognized the Shosavis. He recognized our worth and our value that we have through our, our fathers and our forefathers, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And that was, so to speak, our people in the company that were vouching for us and were say, saying that Klai Yisrael will have the potential to develop into what you want them to develop into. And they're worthy of being B'ni B'chayri Yisrael to replace the ideology of Mitzrayim. And if you think about it, these two points um, is kind of the ground zero of being a parent and having a healthy relationship with a child and with a husband or a wife. Uh, you have to recognize potential and you have to overlook faults and recognize you know, that they are your child after all said and done. Those are the two things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. He was Paisach, he looked ahead, and he, he recognized what Klai Yisrael can be, and therefore believed in them, that they will be B'ni B'chari Yisrael, to grow into that. And he also recognized that they're his children. They're the children of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, and they're worthy of being put in that position, and be worthy of being loved just for that. And that's Vuchama. And those, that's, those are things we need to apply in our own relationships, to our own children. I remember hearing a, a story about a young man who was in his 20s, he was an, unfortunately a a Yasim, he was a, uh, an orphan, and he grew up as a foster child, and he was telling the story of the turning point in his life. So he was jumping from foster home to foster home. He just hated being in a foster home. He would find the first way that he could that they would kick him out. So he would make trouble. He would get into trouble with the police. He would do whatever he could to get ejected and sent back to the orphanage, one after another. Finally, it changed. He was adopted by one family, and they just simply would not give up on him. And he related that he was 19, and he was using his foster father's car without permission, and he drove 40 miles over the speed limit, and he was understandably arrested and put into jail. So when his foster father came to bail him out, he came, picked him up, drove him home. He was quiet the whole way home. When they got to the house, he turned to him, and he told this, this boy, he said, listen, son, you're trying to make us think that you are a problem. 
we don't see you as a problem. We see you as an opportunity. And that was it. And he said that was the turning point in his life. That's when everything changed for him. And when he, 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 he changed his outlook on life. And he started to develop into something. And that is the moment of Pesach. That's why Pesach personifies, Klal Yisrael personifies our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And that's why we call this Yantiv very appropriately Pesach, because that is how the birth of Klal Yisrael and the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Have a, a good night and a good Shabbos.